0: Welcome to SB Pod with Stanford Steve because you definitely need another podcast saying was this the greatest weekend of football we've ever seen? Every single podcast on earth is doing this today, but none of them have Stanford Steve except this one. So there you go. There's the cell. Here we go. Look. We try to be reasonable. Right? That's our thing. Be Mm -hmm. reasonable. Don't overreact to what we just saw. Okay? Right? I mean, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be better, can it? No. No chance. Four consecutive games and on field goals. Three of them are won by road teams, the fourth is tied at the gun. As an aside, Forty nine yarders now are like layups. Back in the old days, forty nine yarder felt like I don't know. It's like a scratch off lottery ticket. Now, butker from forty nine, it's just that's eh, a layup, no doubt. And then, of course, it's one in overtime. I think the only I went on with our guy Sheehan this morning, and we oh. I swear to, I think we talked for like an hour and a half, and and I don't know if any of it made any sense because the two of us were just willy nilly all over the place, ping ponging back and forth. I feel like the only way to do this and have it be coherent, is to go in order. Mm-hmm. So let's start in Nashville Saturday afternoon. Cincinnati wins a game where Joe Burrow sacked nine times. Mm-hmm. I think you could argue that Jeffrey Simmons was the best player on any field this weekend, and that includes Mahomes and Allen, who were preposterous. But that man is a monster. But Burrow gets sacked nine times. They don't blink. Tannehill gets picked three times. The end of the game was madness. Madness. We talked about Burrow last week. Competitive arrogance, dude, just believes it, believes it, and then shows why. I, I know you know some people at Cincinnati Group. I, what, what are you? What's the takeaway from how they managed to go in and beat the one seed?
1: Well, it's it's pretty cool to hear and talk to Scott guys around that organization from the beginning of the season, preseason, and and feel how excited they were for the possibility. And, you know, for example, they knew Burrow wasn't going to do one thing. He wasn't going to play one preseason snap in in any game. And they were going to go along with it. And guys couldn't be more excited about it because they knew what they had. Was he rusty? Yeah. Were there things to work out? Yes. Uh, But to see how they built the roster and using the draft for offense and free agency for defense, you could just feel it like, hey, you know, they could build something in that locker room because everybody outside is just going to look at the uniform and be like, yeah, they're the Bengals. Something's going to happen. And you know, that it, it won't follow through that division's too tough, but to hear those guys talk about the, the strength of the team and how they believed and how much they could put on Burrow's shoulders and the talent they had at the wide receiver position, it was just really cool to see it all play out. And I was telling people, you know, before the season, you know, their goals, their goals to win the division. I know that. And people are like, oh, yeah, right. Like They're going to beat each of those teams once. And I'm like, all right, say what you want. I'm just telling you what they believe in that locker room. They had the goods to do it. And then to see the season pan out, a couple of bad losses there. They got smoked by Cleveland early. And uh, it just kept building. And you saw the splash plays from Chase from you know, the year. But to go on the road. And, and, and do that against the one seed. I said it last week. It, they have the feeling to me about the Favre Packers. I believe it was 93 or 94. They went to San Francisco and beat the Niners when it was still the Niners and the Cowboys. And it was like Favre in that group was a year ahead. These guys feel like they're all more than a year ahead with that win at Tennessee. So, I mean, they made plays when they need you. I mean, I don't know how you feel how how you wake up Sunday morning if you're on that Tennessee defense and you're like we're not playing anymore because they were incredible and that could have got out of hand and they kept it and they just couldn't overcome they drove the ball down the field and turnovers were a huge part and in Cincinnati cashed in on the turnovers and a rookie kicker on the road that's that's just nuts to me so I just think that, all that goes into it, the guys in that in that locker room deserve a ton of credit for what they accomplished.
0: Burrow, despite being under absolute duress from start to finish, when when they got and the end game was nuts because there was that down in distance and timeouts where it was like it was different, obviously, than Raiders Chargers in overtime because someone had someone had to win this game. But just the way Tennessee was approaching that last possession, I was trying to figure out what what's the goal here? Is the goal to bleed more clock? I mean, they had to take a shot because they really were one. They were one big pass play, one chunk play, one toss to AJ Brown or Julio Jones from from giving Bullock a chance to win it. And instead, the ball bounces up in the air, and then all of a sudden, it's like okay, and then Burrow to chase like it was nothing. Oh. Like it was nothing. And then speaking of nothing, McPherson, this kid's a rookie. Yeah. And and look at the, look at the kicks that dude made again. Like it was nothing right down the friggin' middle. It was just the, the kicking in the NFL. Now, like Justin Tucker is on his own Island. You just never think he's going to miss it's 53. It's 60 something against Detroit. You just go on, oh, he'll make it. And then he does. But I mean, when, when suck up missed a kick in the Tampa Game it was I, it felt like the only kick that was missed outside of I guess but I think Butker hit the upright but when guys miss now it's more noteworthy than when they make from yeah, fifty gay, some
1: gay up. being short on a forty seven yard ah oh, there the you top. go there was another that one. was
0: eye opening I've never seen that in a long time well no not from a guy that's I, I think he was the All Pro kicker and yeah. and that just that was such an odd reaction because like it's, it's like oh that's good oh it's short like what, what do you mean it's short anyway Cincinnati winning. Now they get a chance to go to Kansas City. We talk about that game in a minute. I'm just trying to go in in the order of it. I felt I felt like Vrabel's comments as we talk on Monday and backing Tannehill. Not surprising. We, no. you know, Tannehill is a he's a coach's coach, locker room guy, played it, gets it. He's backing his guy. Now, granted, they got a, they got a lot of sunk costs there. Mm-hmm. Titan Titan fans are muttering about. Gosh, you just can't have that, uh, and you can't can't turn it over like that. Got to value the football. Uh, but I felt like Vrabel, basically, he's speaking to the qualities of toughness and saying it's never one guy, because it isn't. It no. isn't one guy. Um, but when you turn it over and then Cincinnati hits a kick and then the game's over, then you're, you're there's only one person you're going to blame. Um, and in Tennessee, it's Tannehill. In Green Bay, it could be the MVP, right? I mean... Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay's end. The fact that they've won thirty-nine games in three years and don't have a Super Bowl to show for it, that he hasn't been back to a Super Bowl since they won it against Pittsburgh and Dallas. That's 2010. Eleven That's years. Insane. Insane, Steve. Insane. And you know, we talk we often talk about losing a game. I would say particularly the like, San NCAA tournament game. Not surprisingly, I'll use Maryland. When Maryland got beat by Alabama last year in the tournament, Alabama made, I think it was 39 threes, (laughs) give or take. You just shrug and you go, well, uh, they're the two seed. They played to their ceiling. You got your ass kicked and it's over. Compare that to, say, Gravis Vasquez losing at the buzzer against Michigan State. That's the loss I'll never get over. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'll just never get over it. I would think. It's easier being a fan of the Washington football team, who has had no close calls, because I just don't have any. I have no emotional investment. I don't feel I'm not crushed in January. This season just comes to a merciful end. I would think that it would just suck to have been this good for this long and to have so little to show for it. And I'm not talking about didn't win a Super Bowl. I'm talking about didn't win an NFC Championship game. I'm talking about often don't win a game on the home field as the one seed and each one is its own thing and there were times where they were just they were significant underdogs against San Francisco on the road a couple of times and and they got beat that way but man with the uncertainty about about Rodgers and the cap situation being what it is and this year needing to be the year and everything pointing to it being that year for it to end like that without the defense giving up a single touchdown. You talk about Tennessee's defense walking yep. off the field going, man, how'd that happen? Imagine green Bay's defense saying we never gave up a touchdown. We got the MVP. We scored on our first drive and we lost. Yep. That's an incredibly difficult thing to swallow. And I, you and we, you and I were watching it together late. I, I don't, I still don't really know how it happened.
1: Well, a couple things. I really, really happy for Jimmy Ward and the Niners. Uh, that play before the half, where Aaron Jones gets a long pass play and a mix-up on coverage, and then Ward comes back and blocks the field goal. I thought that was a huge play, a la Tampa fumble. Acres will get to before the half because now you're still one possession, and it's it, and, and as you saw in the end, it's one play. It's still seven nothing, and. To see San Francisco, I just love San Francisco because when I watch them, you can tell every guy on their team just says, we know your quarterback's better, but we don't give it because we're going to be tougher than you, and we're going to beat your ass to light a scrimmage every single chance we get, and it's, it's just fascinating to watch. You look at the guys on their team. They just want to get after it, and they just hung around and hung around and this this one was puzzling to me because this was the first time in the last say five six years I did buy Green Bay. All those years in the past, I, I, I worried about their defense, and I finally thought this was the year because now they get into a weather game. They still have Rodgers in the offense, and the defense is good enough to keep the opponent down. And they, uh, you just keep going back, and I'm going back through the. They just they just never could put it all together. Nope. And they couldn't put this one together. And then it's so puzzling, man.
0: So puzzling. It's hard to win. I I say it often about a lot of different sports, but it is. And it's proven time and time again. And I think I reference it. The the author of the term, as I know it, Lemon Booty, Bomani Jones talks about it. The longer that game goes on Mm -hmm. and it's and you're a play away. And, and Green Bay got lucky because San Francisco got down there close, thought they were getting ready to tie the game at sevens right before the half. Garoppolo makes a bad throw looking for Kittle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then to your point, Green Bay got deep. They had the shot for the field goal. I was happy that the guy that got beat deep was the one that got the block. Yeah. But but the longer, Steve, that that game goes on and you're a single play away from being tied and then it turns into a block punch straight up in the air, which I've never seen no one on the field know where the ball is and you're tied you it has to get tense and the pressure's got to be higher on the team of whom all the expectation uh it's in their lap and you've got the mvp and you still got the ball and you got to make a drive and they couldn't nope and you know it's it's really easy to take screenshots um you know show those i love that whatever that technology is that barnwell's got that shows the play like it's yeah. like the Romo vision. It's like the Romo vision thing that they use uh-huh. on the broadcast. Um, it's, it's really easy. Lazard's wide open. Yep. I I saw it. It's there. He is Rogers. Didn't see it. Well, we're on our couch or in our case, Cleveland park bar and grill shout to H <laughs> watching in the relative warmth. It was kind of cold out there in the deck. No big deal, <laughs> <laughs> but it's real easy for us to point to it and go. There he is. But Rogers missed him. And then, San Francisco knew like we. one of the big overused things that happens when we talk about football is they have an identity, Mm -hmm. but, but I'd say what, San Francisco has an identity and they ran a third and seven (laughs) trap to Debo Samuel and they got it. And Garoppolo made some big time throws. It was the same throw every time that little, that little slant to, Kittle about four times and once yep. or twice to Debo, but when it was third and seven and they were not in gold's field goal range, they ran a trap because that's what they do. And they got it. And then, you know, it's, is it Vinatieri against the Raiders? No, but I mean, it's still snowing and it's still 45 yards and gold comes out. Who's never missed a playoff field goal. And it's right down the cock shot to Buck Showalter. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's not an, it's not an inch left of center. And it's over. And I, I don't know, man. I, again, I, I don't know what you do if you're Green Bay. I don't know how you make it make any sense. Before we move on, two things I want to mention. Check out First Draft with Mel Kuyper Jr., Todd McShay, and Field Yates, the new papa. That's awesome. Every Monday and Thursday, the guys are keeping tabs on the NFL Draft. You can listen to First Draft wherever you get your podcasts or watch the show on YouTube. And 30 for 30 has a new entry into the award-winning film series on the way. The Tuck Rule examines one of the most controversial plays in sports history. For the first time, Charles Woodson and Tom Brady discussed the call that changed it all. Watch it live February 6th, 8 Eastern on ESPN, or watch it the next day on ESPN+. Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live.
1: Well, here's one thing I'll say, and that's and we'll get to Kansas City and Buffalo and Tennessee, even all the teams that lost, right? Everybody's like, oh, what are they going to do now? What, 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 what can they do? How can they get better? I got news for people, Okay. You don't have your best every day. The idea is to play your best. You don't have it every day. And I think back to the Chiefs earlier this year, right? And how bad they looked. You know what Andy Reid did? He stuck with his guys. And they worked on things. And look at them now. Hold
0: on, hold on, hold on. To be fair, he's got some guys to stick with. Yeah. Right.
1: But I mean Green Bay's guys look pretty good in the regular season, right? No,
0: listen, no doubt, but the you know? tricky the tricky but I I'm mean, what you're saying here is just stay the course and do yes. what you do. That's fine, but the the salary cap constraints and the and the issues that you have from the financials, no team's ever the same walking out of a locker room Correct. at the end of the season as it is the following year. Tampa Bay came as close as you'll ever come for a mm-hmm. championship winning team. A lot of dudes stuck around. Um I hear what you're saying. Kansas city didn't panic when everybody around them was saying, well, this is this, they're, they've been figured out. You mm-hmm. just do the two high safeties and that's it. How's that working out?
1: How's <laughs> that? Buffalo, that two high I safeties don't think game? Buffalo ran a defensive snap without two safeties. Yeah. How did that do? Yeah. Well, but you understand what I'm saying, right? Like a thousand percent. It's, well, it's this a, is, it's this a is play here. It's a play there. You're of in there. Of course you're, it is. You're the one seed. Like sometimes you lose, man. It, yep. it happens. Yep. And when and when it keeps happening like this, yeah, it's frustrating. So, I'm sorry, but uh, nothing's going to be mad. You can't get magic overnight. Um. So I, I I don't know what to tell people. Like, it's just what What do you do now? What did you, you sit and you, you be pissed about it for a while? There you go. I was just say you you, w- w- you wake up and, and you th- remember that feeling of what a loss feels like. You eat it. Yes. And then you wake up and you
0: eat it again and you hate it and you chew on it and you swallow it. Cause you got to own it. You got to wear it. You got to, whatever, how Mike Tomlinisms of the day. And then you try to figure it out, but I'm with you. I mean, and we have a great staff, but you know, when we talk about stuff and people are like, well, should they get rid of this guy that what? no, this sh- no. is real life. This is real life. This is you don't know, just make it, just wave a wand. Mm. it's hard to win these games. No. Look at this weekend. Like, look at the difference. <laughs> look at the difference in every single game. It's a play. Yeah. It's a play in all of them. And that's the difference. The, all week long, Stanford Steve asked me, are the Rams, he had this sneaking suspicion about them. Like, are they going to go? Are they going to win? Mm-hmm. You are asking me all week long. And very early on, you knew two things. Number one, Stafford and the offense were comfortable and they were gonna get mm-hmm. theirs. Maybe not all at once, mm-hmm. but they're gonna they're gonna move it. They're not bothered, they're gonna get theirs. And you knew that 12 was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You knew it immediately. Now, no worfs, the, the O-line itch issues. That's a bad group to have O-line issues against. And The Rams got after Brady and they made it difficult. And frankly, I and and Collinsworth and Michaels are as good as it is. I, I don't fault them for doing it because in the end they were right. But it felt to me like much of the second half was, well, you know, Brady, you never know. And I'm thinking, fellas, we're watching this game. I know they're not coming up. They're not coming back. They're catching them. Just it just isn't there. Right. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. and then one bomb to Evans and all of a sudden same kind of deal as the green Bay where now, now there's tension because oh wait, they're a play away from Tynas. they're a score away from Tynus. and playing to protect the lead is so much different than playing to build a lead. You don't mm-hmm. play the same. Although the Rams gave it to acres and then he puts it on the field and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my God, Levante David has the ball. Brady's going to tie it. He made a deal with the devil. And they did. I couldn't be happier, Steve, for a guy than for Matthew Stafford. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this through the years. Know him some. Just a regular dude. Always respected how he did it in Detroit. Played hurt. Tried to live up to the rep of being a one. They didn't have a great record. Like quarterback record. Like it was his fault. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Anyway. And he got his chance there and had to make a throw. And somehow, as Bruce Arians explained afterwards, they didn't have, everybody went on the same page when they went zero. And Cooper Cup runs down the middle of the field and Stafford throws a perfect ball. And then here comes Gay to kick a field goal game over. I was, that felt like the least nuts of all of them. And in a way it was kind of the most nuts because of who it was and how it
1: happened that as I think back on it. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It that I told you that was my most fascinating game of the weekend because yes, I you didn't did. know how it was going to play out. I knew the Rams were going to have the advantage on the D line, but I thought Brady, with a week to prepare, without worse, would have something ready, knowing how they've always come up with something, whether it was him and McDaniels or him and Arians last year. And they didn't do some things that I thought they would. And that's what was like what, like what just help, help the right tackle with protection. And you have guys like Miller and Evans. Like if you, if you kept more guys in the protect, then you could let those guys go to work. And I just thought I would see more of that. And you could tell the first couple third downs. Tom got pressure off of his left tackle, so that, I think that really kind of spooked him a little bit because that's his that's his best lineman, um, I would say, in pass protecting. When especially when you compare to the tackle sides, but I got to tell you, Scott Stafford says after the game, Cup is running a for love of the game route. I can't tell you how many times I ran that route begging for a blitz because you knew you were getting the ball and you're in center field. So we used to have this play 22 KC, right? So it's, it's the Z who's to the tight end and he's off the line of scrimmage. And you want to try and the tight end runs that for love of the game route. You just run straight down the middle of the field, occupy the safety. So he can't come over and help on a 12 yard comeback that the Z runs. We ran that to the Troy Walters caught hundred balls a year doing that one time. One time I wanted there to be a blitz. So I maybe could just put my arm up and it would be off to the races. It never happened. And to see Cooper (laughs) cup in that, in that idea that route and know what he's doing and Stafford. know if I got zero, he sees a pre-snap. Guess who he's throwing it to stay for Steve (laughs) straight down the middle of the field, man. Like, I can't, like, I had to laugh. Uh, I never heard that saying when Stafford said, for love of the game route, but it's so true. Like, yep, tight end runs a takeoff, outside Z, 12 yard comeback, one on one. Nons. We ran it 20 times a game. And just to see that work <laughs> out and them get a trip to the NFC championship on that kind of idea and execution, because it's one thing that it happens, like, hey, I'm open, I'm open, but he's still got to see you. That's a risky throw in that circumstance and it's right on the money and i just you love stafford i love stafford i still never forget the the year the falcons were playing the patriots i see stafford in the airport the saturday before the game we're both flying out and that was the year he had the thumb remember he, they had the thumb oh yeah and they yeah. kept and he just said i'm fine i'm good with it So this is Super Bowl Saturday. Like, this is the day before the Super Bowl. So this is a month over Stafford being done with the season. He still had his split on his thumb, and he couldn't shake my hand. That's how bad his thumb was, and that's what he played through. Like, I'll (laughs) I'll never forget that, and him just saying, I'm fine, stop asking about my thumb. It wasn't fine. He was really, really hurt, and he played through that (laughs) Man, like that, that's that's that is that you talk about tough, like all the little things, getting a snap, hitting it on a hit it on a helmet after a throw, like all the little things that could happen. He just he just fought through it and always put it on himself. I'm so happy for him because they turned the ball over four times. It wasn't his fault one time. No, he put the no. ball right where he needed to every time. And to see it go down like, holy f- he He's going to get killed for this, and he didn't do one thing wrong. Nope, no, nope, but he was going to—he was going to
0: end up at his feet because because wins and losses are a quarterback step, which means Josh Allen gets a loss for what he did yesterday. That makes lots of sense. My God, what a game! My God, what a football game! And I feel so terrible for Buffalo. Because the, I don't know what you do. So if I have this right on Allen, the last two times he touched the football, it's a fourth and 13 touchdown to Gabriel Davis. Mm-hmm. That gives him the lead. Two-point conversion, Stephon Diggs, 29-26. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mahomes to, to Tyree Kill. Peace. Uh, touchdown, 36-33-29. Okay, cool. Now we get the ball with a minute couple more fourth down conversions. (laughs) An absolute cannon shot to Gabriel Davis down the middle. We got the lead. There's 13 seconds. We're going to win. And um, that never touched the ball again. So on the one hand, if you're Buffalo, you have to look at yesterday and say, we got the guy, Mm -hmm. right? We got the guy. We're going to have to deal with this monster and Arrowhead and we're going to have to deal with Mahomes um, forever, <laughs> seemingly. But if we're going to have to do that, we got the guy to at least give us a chance because whatever those odds are, you know, a predictive, you know, 90 blank percent chance. None of that factors in who the on the other side is, excuse my language, but that's the only way, look, there's a term in basketball, right? And that, that term I just used that got beeped. It means a good thing. Mm-hmm. You need some, that you need some M efforts. 15 is that. And my goodness, what him and Kelsey, Kelsey just tells him whatever the route is, I'm not running it. And Kelsey's and and Mahomes is there at the line of scrimmage saying, do it, Kelsey, do it at the line of scrimmage with eight seconds left Mm -hmm. right down the seam. Boom. I mean, as great as Allen was and he was awesome. Mahomes was this much better. And I've been doing this a long time. I got to cover Tiger at his peak. We've seen outrageous stuff. I, I can't remember a game. That, I, that was that uh, emotionally sort of like just move, just thrilling to me where I had nothing to gain or lose. I was just that thrilled and moved by what I saw from the people, man. And my mom said it to me, this, this is my 81-year-old mom. She's like, just that's going to be better than the Super Bowl. I said it. I'm like, yep, mom, you're right. You're right. And I s like I listen, if the Super Bowl is better, then we all win. But I, I just can't recall a game and particularly the last two minutes that were more thrilling. And I don't know what more sports can give you than that.
1: Yeah. I I just keep going back and watching it back today. What these two offenses asked their quarterbacks to do, Scott. The two fourth downs the Bills get first drive sets the tone for today. We are here. We're buttoned up. You're not going to bully us. Nope. 15 comes down, scrambles for freaking 50 yards and says, all right, you want to drop coverage all day? Here, here, I'm going to run it right up your you know what. A couple of third
0: downs where they look like they had him on the ground. Yep. Nope. No. That, that's such an under discussed part of it. How often he has nothing. And, he, and you never get a clean shot. He's got a he's got a sixth sense about where to go, and then he just murders you with with those third down scrambles. He did repeatedly on that game tying drive. Yeah,
1: and it's just you factor in. All right, hey, first down, we're gonna run quarterback sweep with Josh Allen. Then we're gonna run uh, quarterback draw. All right, it's third and nine. I'm gonna need you to hit a 15 yard in uh, to Gabriel Davis. Not like. The, the athletic ability, the sense of not ever even looking tired. He might be tired, but he sure doesn't look it. And to be able to produce play after play on the road in that environment, it's it's nuts, man. And then 15 is just, just says, I'm going to top you. And going back finally on that last one to Kelsey, I don't know why that corner is so wide um there and that's why i think kelsey and mahomes are seeing that knowing he's so wide and kelsey's fast enough that he doesn't have to get wide he can run straight down the field and still get that extra seven yards or whatever you're going to get to get it inside 50 yards for the field goal so it's it's execution it's um on that stage and then with those stakes it it doesn't get any better and That that to me like that's the game and and people want to just nitpick this and that and every like it's football it went to overtime both teams know the rules in overtime one team won and one team lost and that's sports man there's not gonna be everybody's not gonna be happy and yes I'm 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 sick for Buffalo fans knowing um you're that close but I, I I believe. That was the Super Bowl. I, 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 Those are the two best teams to me. And I think Kansas City rides it from here. And Buffalo, I wouldn't change a thing. You nope. know what you got. And just stay stay on that grind. Stay on that grind. I,
0: I, th- I think that's the right answer. Because, I mean, you couldn't go back and you can nitpick yourself and you could say, should we have kicked it short? Should we have done something that forced them to field it in a way that would have led the clock, because that was your biggest asset was that yep. they, they had so little time. Could you have done as many have suggested, just do that deal where you just tackle everybody out the line of scrimmage, take the five yard penalty and 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 allow some clock to bleed with only costing you five yards? Sure. Um look, if you're Buffalo, you've got you've got a long ass cold winter in Buffalo to think about what you could have done in 13 seconds. Any any of which would have been better than what they did. But I also think you could spend six months just looking at what you did and looking at what your quarterback did mm-hmm. that gave you those, those 13 seconds that ultimately are so painful to now try to reconcile and nod your head, say, all right, I was, i stung. <laughs> mm-hmm. I left a welt. It's a scar, frankly, but it took that, yes, from them, correct. What did it require from them? Everything. You go back and you you talk about Frazier and Ali, and you hear you hear those lines. Frazier, you know, I hit him with shots that would have brought down the walls of a city, and he didn't win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it took that, right? Like it took it took that to 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 beat you. Not that there's satisfaction in it, but there ought to be eventually that that's what it took to to beat you um and Cincinnati's if they're listening to you and me go talk right now they're going wait we don't we don't get sixty on the clock, yeah, you do mm-hmm. you earn you earned those sixty and you beat them in your place, but that was your place and this is a stage they've been on now four straight years, and you're brand new to it so the the biggest surprise moving forward would be if somehow. Cincinnati were able to go onto that stage and look comfortable because you're not supposed to be. No, not supposed to be. But if anybody could be, it's that it's that cat under center. Mm -hmm. Um, So you get 60 minutes and maybe you earn 60 more. But I, I, I just... I joke at the beginning that everybody in the mother that's doing a podcast, it's it's all some version of this. And I don't know if any of this is original thought or original content. Uh, it's it's all of us just wanting, you know what it really is. I call big cat driving home. Cause I knew they would have just done their, their podcast. And I was like, I just wanted to keep talking about football. And I knew you were awake. And and, and I ended up, I got home. I'm still, I'm sitting in my garage and we're still just, just rambling over. Well, what about this? And what about that? And it was just, it was that kind of day mm-hmm. where, it was again, thrilling. It was just, that's as good as sports get. And you said it so well, like somebody loses and it, yeah. sucks. And it sucks. And the, and the margins being as narrow as they were, it only invites you to, to think about what could have been, what would have been, what might've been. Uh, but my, I mean, you can't ask for anything more. I haven't done a, a block sports center like that, where I felt like I was Ooh. shot out of a cannon in a, in a while. That was, that's, that's as fun as this. This job's fun. Like all the time, Nights like that Unreal. giddy up,
1: giddy up. Hard to um, did you see the note about the Jags? Uh, what part of it? Their three wins. They beat the, <laughs> did you see it? They beat <laughs> the dolphins that caused the dolphins not to go to the playoffs. They beat the yep. Colts that caused the Colts not to go to the playoffs and they beat Buffalo. And that caused that game yesterday to be an arrowhead and not in Buffalo. Like I'm- my God. Yeah, they didn't do a lot
0: well, but they they certainly have uh, a, a an imprint on it. I I wrote one big thing for Sports Center tonight about overtime, and I I would prefer they put ten minutes on the clock. And just because this is amazing, and it's just it's a very small sample size, but it's enough of one where I'm like, hmm. But eleven playoff games with this with this overtime format, the team that wins the coin toss has won ten. Seven of those eleven, they score a touchdown on the opening drive that's a lot that's that's a lot to put on the vagary of a of a coin toss do you get to play defense if you lose a toss of course you do but think about think of how sapped emotionally and mentally both teams are at the end of that game and and the ask hey you got to go stop one of these offenses now or you lose I just think that's unreasonable and this is there's 13 seconds left Buffalo get a stop no doubt and this is where Chief fans go. Ooh, we didn't get the ball when Brady. You're right, and I wanted Mahomes to get the ball in 2018. You know, this is an anti-Chiefs rhetoric. This is just common sense. It's a better product, in my opinion. If there is, if there's another kickoff yesterday, and you get to find out if Allen can answer, I, I just no one didn't want that except people in Chiefs gear, and. If they don't change it, they don't change it and, and whatever it'll it'll continue being what it is. i I just I just believe that 10 minutes on the clock play play for 10 minutes and whoever leads at the end of it wins. i I just feels way more equitable to me. I don't know I haven't even asked you what you think of
1: this. I don't I don't know. I just keep going back to like that's the rule the the like, yeah, it sucks the greatest game we've watched in years. The other guy didn't get the ball, but I just think over a course of a game, like you get enough chances. I, I, you know, you're, like right. I, you're you're listen. I hear what you're saying,
0: and again, Buffalo, st- stop them! Don't let Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey run untouched off the line of scrimmage. You get 44 yards in eight seconds. Don't let that happen. No doubt, you're right. It's just. Now it's a coin toss, and you lose, and you could lose the game because you lost a coin toss. Again, this is where you say, well, stop them. I get it. Mm -hmm. Was Kansas City stopping Buffalo if they won the toss? I'm saying no, and I'm saying had that happened, I'd be saying to you today, shouldn't Mahomes have gotten to touch the ball? Because this is not a Buffalo or Kansas City talking point. It's just what I think makes more sense. I'm pragmatic as hell when it comes to this. What you're saying, though, I can't argue with. You had 60.
1: Yeah, I got I got signed nothing. up for 60. Yeah, you know? I got I got nothing. Fair man. Enough. Like, like I said, I just people just want to change this and that. I'm like, that's yeah. the game, man. Yeah, that's I hear you. The game. All right. No argument.
0: No argument. Uh That's 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 where you land with this. Is there anything else to talk about? Uh, Did you have any any talking points, anything you wanted to get to? As we I, talk, by the way, I'm watching a replay of the uh, on the NFL Network of this game. Bills are getting ready to go in and score at halftime. What a game that was! Oh, what a weekend! Holy smokes! I have something I hate. Steve and I have lengthy lists talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever, whatever. Once a week, one thing a week. Here's what I hate me a lengthy edit we did a lot of cussing today steve <laughs> sorry Schwink. this is not related to any of what we talked about but it, it's something that i hate and it has to stop <sighs> got got uh the boys in basketball right now um little guys we're working on basketball working Learned. on the fundies you know what's interesting little man's a lefty his lefty really? hand. his lefty handles tight his right hand is might as well have a might as well have a frying pan attached to his arm. Not great. Anyway, what do they do when they teach the youngsters how to shoot? Got to hold that gooseneck, right? Hold your follow through. That's how you learn to shoot the basketball. Reach mm-hmm. your hand into the cookie jar. However, you guys, however you teach it. Shout to Kidball Montgomery County, my guy, Ronnie. Same Same guy from flag football. Mean gene screen and go. Lethal. Anyway, so from the time you're taught to shoot a basketball, what do you do? Try to be balanced if possible. Try to get your shoulders square. Bend the knees. Follow through. Gooseneck. Hold it. Not anymore. What I hate, Steve, is end of game scenario. And this happens at the college level and the pro level. Five, four, three, two, one. Shot goes up. What does the shooter do, Steve? Steve
1: shoots it and falls down.
0: Doesn't fall, actively dives like uh, like a mortar has gone off. What are we doing? And I'm talking about the best shooters that have ever lived. Steph Curry does it. I watched Jokic do it the other night in that ridiculous game against the Clippers. Incredible where he had that triple double through that amazing cross-court pass to good Gordon. You know what Gordon didn't do on that shot when he caught it? He didn't fall down. He caught it in the pocket. He went straight up. He shot it. Buckets. Cash. Who's got next? I don't understand when it became the cool thing to shoot it and the second your soles of your feet touch the court to just hit the eject button and dive. Stop it. Maybe is this old guy? I don't care. I am. Just land on balance. Gooseneck. Follow through. Stop diving on the ground after you shoot a game winner. It never goes in because you're too busy falling and diving. All right. I feel better. Good job. That's it. That's it. Okay. I always feel bad when we end with me screaming, cussing. I love it. That's the end of the podcast, everybody. Um, We'll see you guys next week.
1: Who's going to be in the Super Bowl on the way out? On the way out, Chiefs for the limit Sunday. I'll lay nine and a half, all, all spread plus money. So when he drives
0: his daughters down across the bridge and buys some fast food while he runs into the bodega to fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: okay. I hope none of your Bengals sources listen to this. They're gonna be like, "Damn!" I have I no
1: idea about the NFC. I would agree with that. Is that you? You talk about signing up for sixty? Oh man!
0: Well, just this reminder, Rams. You you let them in it. You let them back yeah. up off the deck. Seventeen nothing. You got them down. Wonder how many of the faithful are gonna get in there? La La is trying to tighten up the tighten up okay. the ranks. Good luck. Uh, You know what? There's a lot of San Francisco fans that live in Los Angeles. So you're going to try to keep the red out of that building on uh, on Sunday? I don't Mm -hmm. know about all that. Incredible weekend of football. Fun to talk about it. We cussed a lot. Sounded great. Okay. Well, that's debatable. Have a great week, everybody.